This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 25, How and Why We Travel. Hello, friends. I am Becky Higgins, and we're excited to be back with you. I've got with me my friend and my co-host, Becky Proudfit. Hey there, and if you're hearing some like ambient noise in the background it's I doubt we're they still will in West Hollywood and <laughs> there might be some you know little sounds of the city that we wanted to entice you with which kind of actually goes mm. along with the episode we're gonna have today I see what you're doing there mm-hmm. we love to travel we love, love it and it's not like a full-time thing for us it's certainly not a part of what we do in terms of business it's just something that we both have personally loved huh like for a long time, both of us. A long, long time. Yeah. And it's not something that I always did. It was always something I wanted to do, but not something that I always did. Or knew how to do, probably. Exactly. Or right? knew how to do. Right. That's why this is going to be so much fun. Okay. So much to talk about. Let's hear a quick word from this week's sponsor. We simply cannot talk about traveling without talking about the Ryla Pack. When Beck and I attended Pinner's conference in Salt Lake City last October, I went in looking for one specific item to purchase, a functional leather backpack. We came upon Ryla and I knew I had found what I was looking for. Seriously, Ryla is unlike anything else we had ever seen because it takes beautiful design, minimalist organization, and function to a whole new level. The Ryla pack was actually created as a diaper bag, and do I ever wish that this was around when I had little ones. Each pocket is intentionally purposed to help any mom on the go. There are insulated pockets for drinks, a safe tablet pocket, and zippered pockets to help keep all your items safe, and you know I love this organized (laughs) we mentioned that ryla is actually a diaper bag but i have been using it as my purse since october and i could not be more in love it has been to five countries and seven states with me it's been rained on been to the beach been to more soccer games than i can count and it still looks as good as the day i got it I could not recommend a product more highly for any woman on the go than the Ryla Pack. I'm totally with you on that, Becky. So can you tell that we both love this product? Check out this amazing bag at rylapack.com. And for being a Cultivate a Good Life listener, Ryla is offering each of you a 15% off discount on any purchase. Use code BECKY15 at checkout. Save some money and get yourself the last bag you will ever need. I seriously love the Ryla Pack, guys. I can't even tell Mm -hmm. you. But as we get started, I wanted to mention this episode is about travel, which is something that's kind of been on our minds and hearts a lot lately. If you follow Becky or I on social media, you've probably noticed that we have a serious love affair with traveling. Mm -hmm. We document them. We put them on stories. We love it. We love to share it with you guys because of seriously how deeply ingrained in us the love of travel is. Now, I'm hoping that you didn't look at these trips and just kind of thought, oh, they're so lucky. Like, I could never do that. It's totally out of reach for me. Okay, I'm here to tell you, false. Like, those thoughts are totally false. You can totally do this, and we are going to show you how. Why is travel even important? Well, for me, I love, love, love to travel because it gives me, like, a different perspective. When I get outside of my bubble. It gives me perspective as I experience new cultures, 
new places. I love going out on adventures, trying new things. And I love traveling with people, creating connections through shared experiences. Totally. And let's be honest, like, it's just really, really fun. Yeah. It's just fun. Beck, why do yep. you like to travel? Well, I, I would actually echo everything that you've said. I think that that is probably the main thing that a lot of people like about travel. And the thing that I would add to that is that for me, I almost feel like travel helps me to hit the reset button. And I could yeah. be gone for a quick overnighter or I could be gone for two weeks. And no matter what, it resets me. It just gives me that little umph in life to just kind of pick back where I left off and and it's interesting because a lot of people feel like they need a vacation after vacation. And I get that. I totally do. Just because, you know, it's energy and it's time and it's work and and whatever. But I always feel like I am ready to hit the ground running. And I don't feel sad that I want to be back where I just was. Because instead, I feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm ready to conquer the world right now. I'm mm-hmm. ready to, like, keep on going and keep yeah. doing this thing. For reals. I totally Totally agree with everything that you're saying. There really is something like when you get taken outside of the environment that you're always in that just causes you to kind of have a different view, mm-hmm. like you said, to reset. And then you return to that environment when you come home better, more effective with new views. and Refreshed. Yeah, like a renewed yeah. sense of purpose. Totally. And I remember before we really started traveling, I would look at other people's trips or things they were doing and think, man, how in the world... Do they even make that happen? And I was totally like FOMO jealous where I would Mm. be like, I could never do that. What in the world? That's an easy thought to have because until you figure out how to do it, it really does feel like it's kind of the impossible thing, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that's what we're trying to dispel is that is totally, totally false. So travel is something that is super important to me. We all value different things in life. And travel is one of the things that for my husband and I and our family, we have valued as a high priority in our family. And because it's a high priority in our family, we've made a lot of other decisions in our life to support our being able to travel. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. I don't want to like interrupt your flow, but it has me thinking like at some point, did you and Taylor talk about this, like a conscious conversation to say, Hey, this is a priority to us and let's make sure that we're making it a priority. Or do you feel like it happened more naturally and just kind of became what it is. I really feel like it was a priority or maybe not even a priority, but a desire for me first. Hmm. And we have on date nights for like a long time made up lists of like, Oh, someday what if we could go on Mm. this trip or take the kids here and dreaming together. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We've had these like dreaming goals, kind of running lists that we've made on date nights for years And then I was kind of the one that was like, Kate, we need to start doing some of these things. And I really, really want to do it. And so Taylor got on board as I expressed like my desire. Look at you with your wanderlust. I really do. I have seriously like you got the, you got the itch. I did. However it happened, whenever it happened, doesn't matter, but you got the itch, you felt it, you desired it. And then you brought that to the table in your marriage and Mm -hmm. your, and your family conversations to say like, look, this is this is really important. What can we do to just make this happen in a way that doesn't put us in debt, that's smart, right. that's reasonable, and that's possible? And that's I love why that. I say we've we've kind of intentionally set up our life to make travel possible. So mm-hmm. when we're thinking about like our budget and, uh, you know, moving into a new home or getting a new car or um, whatever, travel is, is kind of a budget item line for us. Mm-hmm. And so we adjust our spending elsewhere to afford travel if that makes sense perfect and we've had time sure does when we you know we're not rolling in the dough 
and we've had to save up and and it takes and it took a while to start to start doing that but and i think that's a good point that you have made the efforts to save up because i don't personally recommend debt in general oh, definitely like no. let's avoid that but you, won't to- avoid, you honestly if you go into debt for your trip you're probably not going to enjoy it as much mm, wow that's a good point because you're going to feel the burden you're going to feel burden, right yeah. no that's a really good point and and to each their own i'm not no judgment like i get that people are going to do what they need to do in their own decision-making processes. But for what it's worth, I just want to put that out there that, you know, debt is usually not worth it. No. Nope. Usually. Usually not. I mean, on, on to have a baby. That well, might be worth it. I mean, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm talking about, I should be clear, I'm talking about this kind of spending that we would categorize as extra, bonus, frivolous, whatever. Obviously, medical bills is a totally different situation. The house payment, that's a different situation. Um, but in general, let's just try to avoid it, right? So, sorry, well, and the I'm truth derailing. Is, and, and the point we're trying to make here is that I have definitely, and Taylor and I have definitely traded purchasing things mm-hmm. and traded that for purchasing there you go. travel. That's and it. And so my point in that is saying that it there is ways to, to intentionally spend your money, but recognize that there's going to be a trade-off and you just have to figure out what you value. Yeah, right? what's and the priority? Us, you know, totally tra- travels up there. And so it's the trade off. But yep. So I think the myth is that if you now if you've seen the vacations, Beck and I just got back from going with friends to Italy. Mm. Um, last year, we went to Iceland. Taylor mm. and I have been to the Mediterranean and on a bunch of other kind of domestic trips. And I think the myth I want to dispel because I know from pictures, these look like five star, like bougie, just really nice, expensive trips. False. Like, it does really? though. It does. Yeah, not, that's false. <laughs> Part and of that might be some, just <laughs> some like luxury five star experiences. But yes. I'm telling you, I don't think I have ever or will ever pay full price or even only get 20. Like we travel when we are getting like 70 to 80 percent off all the time. Like that is the only way. Okay. Now you've got someone's attention. That's like right. what in the world are you talking about? This so is amazing. Our first big international trip that Taylor and I took, we went on a Mediterranean cruise and we went to Italy. So we were gone for about 12 days. I know that sounds like a huge, large expenditure, but the entire trip I'm talking cruise, I'm talking round trip flights, I'm talking food, souvenirs, the entire thing. 12 days in the Mediterranean, we did for under $2,000. That is awesome. And these deals, you I guys, didn't know that that's what you guys there. paid. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. Because, we had, yeah. Yeah, okay. we had some hookups with some friends who worked for airlines and, and a friend who worked for the cruise line, and that totally helped. But we went at a specific time of year. Um, to be honest, it was not the most convenient time of year for us to go, but we went when the deal was correct. Mm -hmm. It was a a bucket list travel thing. And we went when the deal was correct. It was also something that we saved up for. So when the right deal came up, we were prepared to pounce on it and seize the day. Yep. Right. That's a great tip. And I actually really like that you're bringing that home because the, the important thing, one of the biggest important things about saving money is to get the deal, even if it's not the most convenient time. But if you have already saved the money, then you, then you're okay to pull the trigger when the deal comes up. You can't see a deal come and then go, okay, let's quickly save. It doesn't work that way. Deals come and go, don't they? They do. And fast usually. And that's the thing is it's one, you have to be prepared with that mentality of we have X amount of dollars to spend and we're ready to take a trip. These are the list of trips we want to do. And you have to have the, the money in place because honestly, 
Pulling the trigger is hard. The first time pulling the trigger on international travel without my children, I, you know, you guys know I'm not a crier. I'm not like an overly emotional girl. I bawled my eyes out. I sat in my bedroom and I, mm. I was like crying to my husband about how guilty I felt that wow. we were doing this. And I just bawled my eyes out and he and was you're not totally, a crier. No, but he's, he's totally level headed and, and talked me, talked me off the ledge. But that moment of seizing the day of like doing it is hard enough that you don't want to be overburdening yourself with the added like pressure of finances and whatever. So get all those little details worked out so that when that moment comes and you're going to have to like be brave and pull the trigger, you're ready to pull the trigger. Such a great point. So the Iceland trip. Okay? Yes. Oh. I, I want to quickly tell them oh. about kind of how the Iceland trip came I, to be. I feel all of the happy fluttery feelings in my heart right now when you just say Iceland. Oh, and like, how glad are you oh. that we did that? Okay. I wouldn't have done that if it weren't for you. Let's just be honest. David and I have traveled to a lot of countries and most of the United States, like a lot, a lot, like over 20 countries in our marriage together. And Iceland, I didn't even realize was on David's bucket list. We just hadn't like really talked about it. And when you called that one night because of a deal and you asked us and invited us and it was not at all on our radar, but we do save, right? So the funds are there. I had no idea what that trip would mean to me personally no clue so thank you you're welcome (laughs) invite us every time you see a deal let's just make that a thing i think it has how this kind of came to be and to be honest i attribute the iceland trip to cancer because Mm -hmm. it was right as i was finishing my cancer treatment and so i had like a really uh renewed sense of like the carpe diem seize the day mentality and And i knew that i felt that a deal come up that just was like emailed on some random email we didn't even sign up for. Hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you guys that our tickets to Iceland, are you ready for this? Sit down, girls. They were $129 each way. $129. $129. From LAX to Iceland, Direct guys. to Iceland. Think about that. $129. You just don't not do that. What else do you spend $129? Because honestly, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't have to pay sitters anymore, but a date night, paying a babysitter and going out to dinner and activity, that's a trip to Iceland. Like that is a one-way ticket to Iceland. Dang, Crazy, right? Man. And so when this thing came up, Taylor and I were like, because to be honest, Iceland was not even on my list. Mm. Like I think I had kind of seen people's pictures and thought, oh, that's cool. Sure. Not even one that I was on our like running trip list or whatever. But that deal came up. I was having this like post-cancer carpe diem and Taylor's like, oh, that'd be so cool. And I was like, let's do it. And he's like, what are you talking? I said, seriously, let's do it. So at 11 p.m. at night, we yes. called like <laughs> six couples, six or seven couples. And a lot of you actually asked questions about how the four of us Kind the four, of the four couples, couples that mm-hmm. went on this trip to Iceland and Italy, how we kind of gathered that group. And I'm here to tell you, like, this was not a group of like super close friends. Mm-hmm. Taylor and I just reached out to a bunch of couples and the four couples that ended up going were just the four couples that mm-hmm. said yes. Which, by the way, aside from Taylor and Becky, we had never even hung out with these couples on a couple to couple basis. Like we'd never mm-hmm. gone on a date with them. We're yeah. friends. We knew each other. We for sure we loved each other and we've known each other for long enough, but we've never actually spent time together. And that was part of, I think, what made it work is that all of us had the, the mindset of not just the travel component and the wanderlust and yeah, let's do this. But in terms of like who you travel with, we were like, sure, like we're open. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a level of trust there. 
um, you know, having Taylor and Becky be center point of making this happen and initiate it, you know you can't go wrong, right? Like if you have a trusted friend or family member who initiates this and you discuss together or not, but you know that they, you trust them, then you're not going to be going with people who are just dirtbags, right? Like, well, and to be honest, like we're all adults. There right, are very few exactly. people that like I couldn't travel with, right? <clears throat> so don't put over pressure on like, well, it has to be the perfect people. Like mm. I'm so thankful for the group of four and now we've gone on another trip and I bet it'll turn into a, a yearly thing that we probably do together and it, it just works. It works because totally we are just all open to like, a great deal and a new experience and just appreciating each other. There was no like over, like over analyzing and thinking and having the perfect group and who's left in and who's left out. And it was just the four people that said yes. And it is what it is. And you know what else is so fun about that in terms of working out is that as soon as the eight of us got together and actually like, let's have an Iceland meeting, right? Which we totally did because, yes. you know, with that's the whiteboard, with the whiteboard, with the airplay maps, deals, websites open, all of the things. Um, we were able to quickly identify everyone's roles. And I, and I don't <laughs> mean, so true. yeah, like it's not like we stuck labels on everybody, but maybe a little bit. Like, for example, mm-hmm. I quickly saw the passion in all four of our husbands. It just happened to be that all four of our husbands really love 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 the research the logistics the, the details the analytics yeah. yeah the analytics everything and that's when I was like dang I can sit back and I'm not even going to research now Becky I know that you're different because you love the research as well but hear me out on this didn't you even step back a little bit oh I both of our trips we went on I was like had no idea what we were doing before we got there it's true the only thing I knew was we were going to Iceland and the only thing I knew for the Italy trip was we were getting on a plane to Italy. Right. That was it. That was it. And the day to show up at the airport with our passports. Yep. And now the point isn't like, um, oh, lucky us that we have somebody else who handles the logistics because that was my point in bringing you up, Becky, is that you actually could handle this single-handedly. But totally. because we chose to travel as a group and because we were exploring each other's like pros and cons and talents and weaknesses and things like that we were able to quickly go oh okay you're really good at that and you're really good at that and I knew straight away that I was going to simply be the documenter I was gonna say <laughs> we knew Becky was gonna be the picture teacher. oh and I was so excited that that was my role right yeah. like I kind of just made myself the, and not I'm obviously everybody took pictures everyone did their own thing but I knew that that would be what my focus would be so mm-hmm. anyway all that totally. to say that when you travel with people whether you know them super well or not it's okay if you're even if you're all strong personalities and you're all capable of doing all of the things. I mm-hmm. think it's really cool to be able to say, you know what, you've got that, I've got this. We don't all have to do all the things because then we can all just relax a little bit more and enjoy this trip and trust each other and yep. have a great time. Well, and wouldn't you wouldn't you know it that you may do things that weren't even on your radar that will be awesome, mm-hmm. right? And so we kind of have three like I won't even say tips. I'm going to say like thought triggers. We're going to have three thought triggers that I want you to start to think about that will help you get on this path to making these trips and dreams a reality. Love it. So number one, and this is going to seem oversimple, but I really think that if you, when you get down to it, like this is a, this is a tough hurdle to jump over. Um, that's realizing that time away is important. And for me, it's time away with my spouse and time away with my friends Time away with my kids, for sure, as a family, we love to travel. Right now, I just want you to think about time away without your kids. Time away without your kids. And I told you before, when we left for that Mediterranean trip, I bawled. I felt sick to my stomach. I felt so 
guilty because I had never left my kids for that long. And I just felt like they were going to be in therapy as adults because I left them for 12 days. And it was all just a thought, Becky. Totally. Just your thoughts. Wow. And you know what? I came to the realization that I, my children are my life. I love them so tremendously with, you know, just such a deep love. But you know what I love more than my kids is my marriage. There you go. And that was a tough kind of thought for me to, to work through. There you go. I have to love my marriage more than I love my kids. Because when I have a strong marriage, that is the best thing for my kids. Now, does travel have to be a part of your marriage success? I don't think that no. big, grandiose trip. Right. But, but I do think that time away and time as husband and wife and not just mom and dad is crucial. You could go to like camp in the next town over or you could go to a hotel for a night or you could just or just take a long drive just take a long drive there are so many even free ways that you can spend time away but yes I do think spending more than a few hours like I went to a class series from Tamara Fackrell which I know we had talked about in the marriage 101 class but she said once a year at least a night or two away will do wonders for your marriage. And I completely agree with that. Episode 24 is the one called Date Your Spouse. If this topic alone is piquing your interest, don't hesitate. Just listen to it. It's good stuff. And we want you to make sure that your marriage is the top priority. And so going back to how travel fits into that, and I would agree with you, Becky and Taylor, for that matter, David and I also feel it doesn't have to cost money and it doesn't have to be far and it doesn't have to be long in terms of your distance, but it needs to be a priority to have that time just together. And we love, we love the travel with the family. We love traveling with friends like we just did with you guys, but yes, traveling alone with your spouse or having time, just the two of you is of utmost importance. Well, and even when we're traveling with friends, like we said, we just got back from this Italy trip that, that totally for Taylor and I is time alone because we're able to like step out of that role of mom and dad and, and for me, because travel is something that's like so deep in my spirit, like I love doing something that like fulfills me. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds, it, it can sound selfish and kind of my mind when I started to do this would play those tricks on me. Like, oh, you're just being selfish and you're putting your needs ahead of, it's not that like I am, I show up the best as the best mom when I am like, when I am whole as a person and when I am I'm doing and being true to the things that I love and the things that I need and time alone with my husband and travel is one of those things. Yep. And so we make it, we make it happen. Yep. And guess what? I know this is shocking. Now I have left my kids internationally three times. So once for 12 days in the Mediterranean, then when we went to Iceland and again for Italy, I'll be darned if they weren't alive when I got home. What? I know they, they survived without exactly. you. They They didn't fall apart and they're not in full-time therapy because you left them? No. This is amazing. this time I even missed like an award and a field trip and my kids were fine. They're fine. And isn't it good for them? It is. It helps them to get a little grit. You know what I mean? Right. I think my kids gain new skills when I'm gone and it really helps. We've had a lot of questions about the childcare specifically. And so for us, when we leave, we have left them with grandma and grandpa before but my husband's parents are, they're very busy, very engaged. And so they don't always have the availability to watch our kids. 
This time for Italy, we actually hired a babysitter who is my 18-year-old niece who we love and adore, and she moved into our house um, and just kind of took over the role while we were gone. And so this time we paid um, someone to do it, but that is actually a great tip is young married couples or college mm-hmm. students or families or friends that you trust, Yep, having them move into your house while you're gone is perfect because then it doesn't disrupt your kids' schedules whatsoever yep and that's what um i have nothing more to add because that's exactly what we've done for all of our travel when it's david and i without the kids most of the travel is with them but when it's without it is hiring a basically a college age student or a kid a young adult a married couple whatever and they do they live in our house so nothing is disrupted the schedules are the same everyone's sleeping in their own beds everything is as is and our kids are most comfortable that way and we're most comfortable that way yeah it works when we have you know earlier in our marriage when we couldn't when that added expense of a babysitter just wasn't a reality for us we totally traded with friends so um we would trade with taylor's brother and his wife and we would watch their kids for a night or two, and then they would watch our kids for a night or two. Mm-hmm. And so we've done it both ways. And guess what? Every way we've done it, the kids have been fine. They've been great. It's worked out. Awesome. So don't be guilty. Don't be feeling guilty about making yourself and your marriage a priority. Well, feeling guilty is just a thought. It is. Just it a is. Thought. It's your thought. You get to control that. And so. you get to tell that shot. Thought, not shot. You get to tell that thought to shut right up. That's exactly right. Maybe that's what you do. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two of the these kind of thought triggers is we want you to think about being open to having new experiences anywhere in the world, right? Because if I said, all right, well, I really for, you know, Christmas want to go to Hawaii, chances are I'm not going to be able to find the correct deal to Murphy's make Law. Hawaii <laughs> like a good priority. Totally. Right? Like that to make that a really good expenditure. But if I think to myself, okay, so we really want to go away for Christmas, I wouldn't attach a place to it. Like That's I really a good wouldn't. Point. And I would check out the deals for the month of December and I would see which one made the most sense. Yeah. Because if I, we hadn't done that, we would have never been to Iceland. This I is never true. would have cared enough to be like, oh, Iceland will be great. And it seriously was maybe my favorite trip we've ever taken anywhere. Well, and even Italy, why did we end up in Italy? Because we all had Italy in our bucket list? No, not, not actually, because a couple of us had been to Italy. Right. We had been before. But the, the deal and the timing took us to Madrid. That's it right. took us to Madrid, Spain. And then from there, we're like, okay, that is so cheap to get from Phoenix to Madrid. Now, once we're in Madrid, then what? And then we looked at those deals, right? And so being open, like it could have been, it could have been anywhere. Tahiti, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it could have been anywhere. But the point was, is that the screaming deal was Madrid. Right. And to be honest, as we were planning that trip with the Iceland group, we knew that we were going to do another trip. Yep. Uh, it was at one time the Maldives. There was a good deal. Mm-hmm. Then we were in Spain. Then we were going to go to Austria. And honestly, we probably we threw around it. like six or seven countries. We sure did. And we just figured out the deal that made the most sense to maximize our time and our money. And that's what we did. And that was it. And like, so we literally. were all open to like, we know we're getting on an international flight and it's going to be great. <laughs> Such a crazy concept, right? And Isn't seriously. that fun? It's so seriously, need- and that's what made it like the best experience ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to open yourself up to new experiences because you might think like, "Oh, Iceland's not for me. I'm not a cold weather girl, dude. I'm not a cold weather girl. My favorite place we've ever been." And so, when you pick your vacation based on the amazing like deal you can get, as opposed to the place, you are much more likely to get out the door than if you had picked 
a perfect time in a perfect location and pray that the perfect deal was present, mm-hmm. right? That's not mm-hmm. going to happen. So be open to new experiences. Just let your mind be open. It really, it's going to be a cool experience when you see where you end up. Absolutely. The third thought I want you to think about is to think about the kind of vacation you want to have. And what I mean by this is, so I think sometimes people have the tendency to say like, okay, well, I want to go to Italy. And so I want to do every single tourist thing and I want to go, 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 go. And that may not be the best way to accomplish your trip, right? Because you have to think about what is the goal of your trip? Is your goal to go and see everything in Italy? Is your main goal, like what's your number one goal? Is your main goal to connect with your husband? Mm -hmm. Is your goal to connect with with. friends Mm -hmm. or just to be experiencing new things? And so you kind of have to think of like above everything else, what is your number one reason or your number one goal with taking the trip? I don't think that a lot of people connect with their why when they travel. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, I think that I didn't put a lot of thought into my why when I did some of my travel. And the older I've gotten and the more that I've traveled and the more that I've connected with my purpose in going places, I feel like my experiences are even richer because of understanding my why ahead of time. Mm Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. A lot of people come home from vacations and they're like, oh, I need a vacation from my vacation. And they come home feeling depleted, right? You don't want to come home feeling depleted. You want to come home feeling, man, that was great. And I'm ready to like enter my life in a more present way. Well, you want to come home feeling what you wanted to feel before you left. Yeah. Because it's going to be different for everybody. And for some people, it's going to feel exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. Like some people are going to want a particular trip because it's going to vary from trip to trip to trip, not just who you are. Right. And sometimes the trip is all about the adventure, the action, the go, 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 go. Let's not even sleep. Let's see everything. Let's do everything. And sometimes a trip is all about restoring your energy and being restful and peaceful and relaxing and sleeping in and so on and so forth. And, you know, there's a hundred reasons to talk about, but it there's no right or wrong. You want to come back feeling exactly how you wanted to feel when you left. That's right. it. And know that you can accomplish that feeling in a, a variety of locations. Totally. So for me, when I travel, I am like a when in Rome traveler. So yes, the saying goes, <laughs> when in Rome, do as the Romans do, right? So when we figure out where we're going based on the deals, I'm not going to go to London and then be like, oh, but I really want to go to the beach. Like London may not be the best, you know, the UK may not be the best place for beaches. And so I'm not going to go to London and be disappointed that I'm not having a relaxing beach vacation, right? I'm going to go to London and I'm going to look up. I actually look up on Pinterest is a great resource for me. I look up like the best things to see and do while you're in London. And I am not one who likes to go from museum to museum to museum. And so I like to kind of stagger the experiences with, okay, well, I want to see Big Ben and that'll be great. And then I'm going to walk the streets for a little bit and find a cool cafe and look up on TripAdvisor like a cool place to eat. And then we're going to, I just don't want to be monument jumping because I find that that really exhausts me. I agree with that. And not just monument drop, jumping, but do you remember what all four of us girls on this Italy trip were saying from the very beginning? I, I'm going to remind you because you probably don't know where I'm going with this. I really have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll remember real quick. Remember, we were all desiring to get a massage. Oh, we yeah. all were like, let's find the spa. Let's find the spa. Uh-huh. Everywhere we went and we went, we had so many stops, right? We were traveling mm-hmm. for over a week and we had 
so many stops that we traveled and by car a lot we drove around that entire country and everywhere we stopped we're like let's see if there's a spa well my point is is like we didn't go to italy for the spa a massage we can get that at home but because we were all achy from the travel and just thought that would be so nice we got our minds and our hearts set on this idea that we were going to find a spa so guess how i felt i felt a little disappointed that we never found never a found spa but like that's massage. because i put that thought in my head that that was going to happen when really when in right. rome right when in italy i'm not there for a massage right and we didn't we didn't get a massage we ate we ate we saw yes. we did we shopped great. we conquered we we did everything that we could ever want to do and it had nothing to do with a massage and it didn't need to that's right and we got a massage when we got home right? yeah we sure the heck did <laughs> so you need to embrace the things that the place you're going has to offer right right take the very best in in whatever way that means to you that might mean looking up on instagram or pinterest we love in our trips to look up like famous pictures that have been taken in those locations so different pictures um, travel bloggers have taken because they tend to find like those kind of out of the out of the norm areas that are really beautiful. And so that's one thing that we like. To well, do. and I got to say with the we, that really was mostly Melody, right? Your it was. sister-in-law, it was Melody. Sister-in-law. And, um, and I, because she is also a, an avid documenter and happens to be a, ph- a professional photographer. So we document very differently. And I love that about Mel, that she really sought out specific pictures that she wanted. And because I noticed that she was doing that, I stepped out of it completely and was like, I don't even care about seeking out anything because she's seeking it out. We're going to probably end up there anyway. And what my documentation style is more like is wherever we are, I'm going to document the experience that is there. And that was so well balanced with Mel driving us um, philosophically, taking us and directing us to places that we would not have known about otherwise. For example, Burano, hello, Mm -hmm. Burano outside of... um, Venice. Venice yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know this place existed. And David and I were just in Venice five years ago, and I had no idea. And had Mel not looked up pictures on Instagram and Pinterest to really get a visual of what would be incredible, and guess what? Some of our very favorite pictures are from the entire trip. Oh, oh Burano all Those day long. Colored right? buildings and yes. So I love that we had somebody in the group, Mel specifically, who was really honing in on that, and that I kind of stepped back and didn't really have to do it yeah it was kind of cool of that's kind of the other perk to traveling with the group right it goes mm-hmm. back to everyone having a role and yeah. then you help each other out and yet it still feels like it's it's all about you and your spouse it right is. one of the coolest things about travel I feel like is it takes me totally out of my comfort zone yes and especially when traveling with a group I totally do new experiences that if it was just Taylor and I or I didn't have like that really small but healthy amount of peer pressure I probably wouldn't do for instance, when we were in Iceland, we hiked inside of a glacier. Kind of one of the most amazing experiences of my entire life. I might so be cool. like tearing up thinking about it. But I don't know if I would have like looked at that experience right. and thought, oh, that's what I want to do is go inside of a really large moving block of ice <laughs> that has small corridors. Like, I don't know that that's something I would have pushed myself to do or if I would have been like, meh, we could just look at it and it'll be fine. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I do. Can you remember who was insistent that we go and touch the two Teutonic plates in oh, Iceland no. and <laughs> and snorkel in the waters of where this happens? Raise your hand if that was you. Yeah, that was Becky Proudfoot. That was me. That was Becky Proudfoot. Guess who wanted to do it the least? I Becky was Higgins. terrified. <laughs> she was. Guys. I wasn't the only one that was terrified. Mal was pretty yeah. freaked out as well, but it was not 
I, I'm going to be straight up honest. I'm a pretty adventurous person, but that taught me, that experience taught me that maybe I'm not as adventurous anymore as I thought I was. And guess what was really cool to do? Do that. It was really cool. It was really kind of amazing. It was really cool to do it once. And cold. And very cold. <laughs> but awesome. Very, very cool to do it once. And so it pushes you outside of what normally I would do, which is really, to me, what travel is all about. I mm-hmm. love coming home feeling like that little added sense of empowerment of like, totally. oh my gosh, look what I just did. Right. How cool is that? Totally. So, By the way, quick oh, note, ahead. side note about Iceland. For what it's worth, Becky and I knew in recording this episode that this was not about, here's what we did in in uh, Italy and here's our itinerary because we got a ton of DMs, both of us, mm-hmm. as we were sharing and people wanted to know where we stayed, what restaurants we ate at, where we shopped, all these things. And, and our point is that that's not the point. Our itinerary is not the point. Our point is helping to empower you and inspire you to create your own experiences based on giving you these thoughts and these tools and these insights and ideas so that you can create that for yourself. Now, having said that, speaking of Iceland, for what it's worth, when we did come back from Iceland last year, we did put on the blog, beckyhiggins.com on the blog, just do a quick search for Iceland and you will see all of the major places that we visited because I was inundated with so many questions that I'm like, you know what? It's worth just putting that up there and out there. And I did. And it's there and it's a resource and we will link to it in the show notes, but you can also just search it in a nanosecond. You totally can. There you go. But we're not doing that for Italy. Okay. No, we're not. And because, (laughs) and that's the reason is you may not like our trip. You may not like, our trip may not serve your needs for travel, right? Most people would not do what we just did in Italy. No, there's no way. For instance, rental cars. It was nuts. This leads me to rental cars. So one of our favorite things to do when we travel internationally or even domestically is we, um, in Europe, it's very easy to get the train um, or or anywhere internationally. There's usually a great train system. Um, It is not a popular notion, shockingly, in Europe to drive. Like Europeans are not like, oh, I'm going to go get in the car and drive six hours. Like that's a very kind of American mentality. Yet we really like to do that. And so some of our favorite moments in Iceland and in Italy um, involved us driving from town to town oh and what gosh. happened in the middle. Totally. For instance, in Iceland, we were driving from something to something. I, don't <laughs> I was going to dare you to see any found, of those town names. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I can't see any. No, Icelandic not names. even close. And we came across these Icelandic horses, which have, mm. they just look a little bit different. They're really, really beautiful. And so we pulled off to the side of the road and just played with these horses and took it was pictures magical. with these horses. The same thing with like a little house built into the side of a mountain. Waterfalls. Um, in Italy, we had just amazing experiences just pulling over in between towns on the side of the road, um, just really experiencing life as, as the Italians experience it. One of my favorite things on the Italy trip was just driving through Tuscany, like not mm. even stopping, but just driving and seeing, you know, the real life. Mm-hmm. in the country and that we just love the rental car thing we love being able to keep our luggage with us having a place to kind of you know call home so to speak we can kind of nap as we're driving from place to place and we have the freedom we're not like beholden to a schedule where we can stop and experience the country kind of as it comes i'm going to add to that and say that something that we did a little different between iceland and italy um, that we did better in Iceland because we had more flexibility is that we we were better about driving into some towns mm-hmm. and driving through neighborhoods. Do you remember that? Yeah. Especially toward mm-hmm. the end. We're like, this is amazing. We feel like we could live here, right? Yeah. Well, Becky feels like she could live everywhere Every that we travel. Every single place I travel, you guys. <laughs> Literally, we're driving. We're in California right now. We were driving, driving through this amazing town called Poway. Poway. 
I've never heard of it. And driving through every Becky laughs because every time we go anywhere, I'm like, I could totally live here. We should totally move not here. just saying it. I think she like gets on Zillow and looks up property every and time Zillow. And it bothered me so bad hunting. in Italy that Zillow is not. It's true. Like, it, I was like, how do people find out about real estate here? I just want to check and see what she, she takes it seriously. It's hilarious. But it. but what I was going to say about Italy is we didn't do that quite as much. We did what you said. We pulled off. We I mean, remember when we found that abandoned castle and mm-hmm. did that little hike up to it? And yeah. We did those things, but in terms of like seeing the residential life, I wish that we like did yeah. a little bit more of that because, and I guess that's my point in bringing it up is I would encourage you when you're visiting, especially other countries or places that are so different than where you live, go into the communities, mm-hmm. drive through the neighborhoods, just feel it, just experience it, taste it. You know, it's just, I think that's part of the experience. Bust out of the touristy things because that's yes. really experience a country and that is some of our favorite documenting our pictures experiences are it's so good to see like the sites but it's also really good to kind of get off the beaten path yes and a side note about documenting buckle up and hang on because that is next week's episode everything about documenting your travel we are covering in episode 26 because we knew that there was so much to share about travel itself. That's what this episode is. And then the next one is all about documenting those experiences. Okay. So stay well, tuned for that. Just a little teaser with that is documenting prior to traveling with Becky Higgins. I don't know that documenting was going to would be top on my list because I thought like, I just want to be there experiencing it. And I don't want to be worrying about documenting mm-hmm. false. There is a way to document. And I am so glad because every time I look at pictures from the trips that I have been intentional about documenting I am taken right back to those experiences it's so true. and I just love it so much so yeah. that's a teaser you're going to want to tune in yeah it's gonna be a good week. one excited so, there are some tips um I'm going to share some things that are kind of how we find our travel deals okay none of these are sponsored this is actually how I find my travel deals you know what can I just I just got to throw this in there. None of anything that we did on any of these trips is sponsored in any Mm-mm. way. And it would be fine if it were. That's right. not what I'm saying. I actually think it's really cool that people have businesses. But I don't know about you, Becky, but I got a few comments from people, a few DMs who said, I really hope that you do more of this whole travel thing and integrate it into your business. I'm not saying we will or we won't or that it even fits or makes sense. But for what it's worth, I just want to make sure you guys understand that what we're sharing is truly just our organic experience. And none of this is truly. paid for by anyone but our own wallets. But our own bank accounts. And Gosh, darn accounts. it. <laughs> I know, darn it. That'd be pretty cool. So like, if you have seriously. a travel company out there and you want Beck and I to organize trips. And, we will uh, be we your girls. Be happy to. That's but just here fine. are some of the things I actually use to book and find travel deals. Hey, this is going to sound crazy, but Groupon. Mm-hmm. Groupon has packaged travel deals. I have never been on... We have one that we might be taking for Thanksgiving, but I've never actually been on these trips, but I have lots of friends who have, and they group together your flights, your hotel. Usually there's some food and experiences included in that price. So cool. Insane. I know there is a travel deal out there because we may be taking it for Thanksgiving. That is a 10 day China trip. What? Flights, hotels, um, some of the major sightseeing things and some food for six hundred dollars per person including flights and hotels that's so cool i didn't know you guys were looking into that so we kind of are looking into that 10 days might because we're this would be a trip we take the kids on and i'm not sure we're ready for 10 days in china with them but um so we but it's a thought you're looking into it totally they have trips to the uk they have trips to ireland they have groupon has tons of awesome travel deals and so just start browsing 
Um, next is a company, and this is actually, um, you pay $24.99 a year for this membership. And it's a company called Next Vacay. And you go in, set up your account. Like I said, it's $24.99 a year. And they will send you emails. So you're going to say which um, airports you are wanting flight information out of. So I always do Phoenix, where we live. Um, Los, uh, Las Vegas, because that's three hours away. And then Los Angeles, because that's six hours away. But I can usually get a like a $79 flight on Southwest. Totally. Today. Or you could road trip. So, Or you could road trip. Totally. So I have those three major hubs as kind of our where we would fly out of and I don't put a destination so I get every single day um, flight deals to all over the place from Phoenix Las Vegas and LAX like every day I have deals come in okay that's more email than I would ever want to see but can I say this but the point is is that because travel is such a priority you are opting in to receiving this information so that you can consider it so I can consider it and right. it's usually one email a day and right. it will kind of tell you the best deals that came up what if you have next vacay um you're going to get travel deals come in and it's going to be a thing like it will tell you this travel deal will likely be available for one to two days okay so it's like you kind of have to be ready to pounce which I got to be honest so there we were in Italy there we were there we were sitting in a hotel in Rome and wouldn't you know next vacay <laughs> sent me a travel deal for round trip flights to Hawaii, which I shared on uh, my, my Instagram stories. And we booked our spring break travel through next vacay. Uh, our round trip flights. We're taking the kids um, to Hawaii, but when in Rome, yo, when in Rome, <laughs> literally and, and Hawaii had been on our list of, to take the yeah. kids. We were just waiting for the right deal. If just side note, if you are thinking of traveling to Hawaii, Southwest.com, they just started flying to Hawaii. Their round trip flights from Phoenix to Honolulu or LAX to Honolulu. They're like, or sorry, not LAX, um, Oakland. Oakland, Honolulu are like $270 round trip. So if you have Hawaii on the brain, go ahead. And who doesn't? Seriously. So also Google flights. So this is a great way to look at flights. You go in and it kind of has a flexible schedule thing. And so put in the month you're thinking of traveling and the location you're thinking of going, and it will bring up the flight prices for the entire month based on day. Um, so if you if you hear about, oh, I heard that there's really cheap flights in September to Italy or something, you will go type that in and it will tell you what the what the prices will be every day for that entire month. So cool. It's That's really, really smart cool. tool. So another website I love is called Scott's Cheap Flights. And it's kind of similar to Next Vacay, but Scott's Cheap Flights um, – always has the latest and greatest with what is being released as good flight deals. Hmm. And I guess they just kind of scour the internet and figure out who is flying where for the cheapest and offer it to you. So Scott's cheap flights, that one is actually free. You don't need a membership um, for Scott's cheap flights. The last one is a site called flight hub and flight hub is kind of similar to travelocity or travel zoo or Hotwire or some of those that you may have heard of. I really love Flight Hub. They do an awesome job. Maybe it's just how they organize their information. But if I'm looking for a last minute cheap flight, Flight Hub is definitely where I go. So you can check out all those places to get travel alerts sent right to your email or just kind of check it out if you're thinking like traveling is sounding like a good idea to you. Yep. The point is... It's a great resources. Stop thinking of reasons why you can't do it, okay? It's a good idea. If this is important to you and if it's something that's kind of in your heart you want to try, dude, 
Stop thinking of reasons why you can't do it. Start thinking of reasons why you can. Just shift that thinking and think of the ways and the reasons you can do it because you can figure out a way um, to, to adjust your budget, to save, to, to kind of come up with a way that this can be a possibility for you. This quote Beck and I actually found in, it was in the airport in Madrid or Toronto, but it uh, says, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? It says travel is the only thing you buy that makes you richer. Amen. We're going to post that picture. For sure. We're going to post that picture. So I'm saying just go, go somewhere, go anywhere, just go, go do it. You're going to be so, so happy you did. It just adds to your life experience, doesn't it? It I mean, isn't that what we want is life experiences. Traveling, traveling is not a requirement, but when you do it and most of you have done it at least a little bit, right? You know what value that adds to your life experience and that just is part of how you can cultivate a good life, right? For sure. Makes sense. And you don't need a travel agent. No. With all the information we oh have. Oh my goodness, You no. don't need a travel agent. You don't need to spend a lot of money. You can do this for cheap by yourself and create exactly the experience you mm-hmm. want. Okay, now I hope that you're feeling really empowered that you at least want to explore the option of how to make travel a possibility in your life. But I cannot ignore that our sweet Becky... And all of her organizational goodness (laughs) has some really necessary tips, I feel, for preparing for your trip. Um, Because there are some things you need to think about, especially if you're traveling internationally. And so I wanted Becky to give us a quick rundown on some ways to prepare and pack for these these trips. And it's not much, but there are a few thoughts that I have that I didn't even realize, honestly, that I did until Becky was like, wow, okay. Yeah, like that's super intentional. Mm -hmm. And I had never thought of my preparations or my packing as intentional. But as she said that, I'm like, oh, that's actually really, really intentional. Let me share that with you guys. So first of all, if you are going somewhere and you have fully and you're intending to shop because you're going somewhere that you know that you want to bring back a piece of that place and that experience, then you will want to think through that. Now, there's not a right or a wrong answer to this, but if um, if you want to create or leave extra space in your luggage, that is an option. If you want to go with fully full luggage, but know that you're going to ship something home to yourself, that's fine. Just know that there's a price that comes with that. So on this last Italy trip, um, David and I fully expected to shop and, and we're not big spenders. It's not like we were sitting there spending thousands of dollars on anything or even hundreds of hundreds of dollars of, in, of anything. But we did know that we like to get a nativity when we go places. We did know that I was looking for shoes. Um, we did know that we had our eyes and minds and hearts open to some other things and whatever. And so we went with luggage that was not full. And so we were able to come back with exactly what we left with, which was the, the same luggage, which by the way, we each had a bag. That was it for more mm-hmm. than a week. And we did not do laundry. And that would be kind of another point is think ahead wherever you're going. Will you have laundry or will you not know if you're going to have laundry? So for us, when we were going to Italy with this group, we talked about it ahead of time and mm-hmm. we all decided, you know what, we're not going to have time. We're going to be on the go so much. The last thing that we're going to want to do is stop and wait and try to figure out the logistics of getting to a laundromat or something like that. And so we packed for the entire um, trip, the entire whatever it was, nine days. Mm-hmm. And and so think ahead on that. There's no right or wrong to it. Just make a decision based on the knowledge that you have and the, the thoughts that you have on that. Um, and that brings me to another point, which is in terms of packing, 
you're going to pack how you pack, right? Everyone has their personal tastes and their personal priorities with how they pack. But one thing that I was really, really intentional with, with both of these last couple of trips that we keep bringing up, Iceland and Italy recently, and like I said, we've traveled a ton, but with these big international trips, my priority with the clothing that I was going to wear was all about comfort. Mm-hmm. 100% it had to be comfortable. Yep, I'm going to be taking pictures. Yep, I'm going to be in the pictures. Yep, I want to look cute. But at the end of the day, comfortable is more important than cute. And really, you can be both. Mm-hmm. And so I wore very comfortable shoes every single day. I wore leggings, I think, every single day. I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe jeans came up once or twice, but I was I was all about the comfort. And the reason I made that a priority is because I have traveled before where comfort wasn't the priority and it was more about the outfits and just being as put together in a, an aesthetic way as possible or whatever. And I was uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable because things didn't fit awesome, but they looked cute, right? And who cares about that? Who the heck cares? So just a couple of thoughts on that. And then one more thing is that um, when it comes to the limited space that you do have in your luggage, obviously condense however you can condense. Mm -hmm. If you can have a pair of shoes go with multiple outfits, that is so much smarter than a brand new or totally different pair of shoes with every single day's outfit. Mm -hmm. So condense, Try to bring less. Less is more. You can rewear things if you're not going to be doing super messy active things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then as always, bring enough underwear, guys. Just make Very sure you true. have enough underwear. Really bring an extra <laughs> pair of underwear. It's important to note when you're traveling internationally, a lot of cheap flight deals um, do not include luggage. Yeah, so for Iceland, actually, we had one large suitcase per couple. So all that, all the clothing for both of us needed to fit in one large suitcase. We had to be extra intentional excuse me, with what and how we packed. That was... And I will say that Rebecca Higgins <laughs> may have overshopped in Iceland. I don't know what happened I don't know what there, you're talking about. she boarded the flight home with at least five layers of clothing on because she could not fit it in her luggage. The weight was Literally. Over. She had like her, her snow boots on. <laughs> I had the full-on We're gonna boots. We're going to include that picture in show notes because it's awesome. But she was like massively loaded down with with clothing on her body and then she shed her layers as she got onto the plane but i had to wear them onto the plane like i literally had to wear all of these layers and these things because i didn't have the luggage space for it it was awesome (laughs) it was awesome that was some really fast amazing thinking so well done rebecca thank you another tip with this too (laughs) is sometimes if we're traveling and we we know where there's going to be purchases or we are sharing a suitcase and we know that um, we're going to be doing it is we will put a duffel bag in our suitcase kind of crumpled up just yes. in case yes. because we can always fill it up and check it. But yep. sometimes shipping these things home can be very expensive. And um, so putting in like a carry size, carry on size duffel bag, just kind of crushed up in your bag is a really good little tip. It's brilliant. It is. Yeah. And okay. quick side note, I just got to say this for fun because you weren't planning yes. on this, but this is so much fun. If you are traveling as a family group or as a friend group or whatever, you know what Becky did? Becky and Amanda together in our travel group, I think you both did it together, is they totally made these luggage tags so that we could all put these bright yellow, yellow luggage tags on our things. Becky made t-shirts. Oh my gosh. Like, hello. Made t-shirts for our trip. I know that sounds like so, well, it's so Becky. It's so kitschy. <laughs> we did this for Iceland too, though. It's we sure the heck did. And it's so fun. And it had like a pack of gum for Iceland. It had this Icelandic nail polish thing. And mm-hmm. we give them sleep masks. And it's just a fun little cheap, like, 
beginning to our trip we love well it. and it's meaningful because i didn't see it coming for iceland i didn't know that that would be a thing you didn't and know i was now, a swag bagger did you no i didn't know, you know this about you now i'm like of course that's becky like of course she would do that but literally we are you know catching a red eye or whatever and we get these fun like kicking off the travel kind of swag bags that just makes it feel special so it's just cool i'm not saying you guys need to go make t-shirts and do swag bags and stuff like that but in terms of the entire travel experience sometimes it's those little details that just make it like put it over mm, the top love it yes so cool oh my goodness we have covered so much so much information and i hope you guys are feeling a little bit more empowered to at least explore the option yes if travel is something that is on your heart and mind you can totally make it a possibility um, we want you to think about those three thought triggers we gave you. So realizing that time away is important. Be open to having new experiences anywhere in the world and thinking about the kind of vacation you want to For have. Sure. And, and all of this is on the blog, BeckyHiggins.com. Mm-hmm. We mentioned that. Just make sure that you understand that that is where you can find the show notes. And we won't include every single detail there. That's the point of listening to the podcast. But we will put the highlights, the names of those resources that Becky listed, some of the main points and tips so that you can have that as a reference. And I would love to hear from you guys, our listeners. I want to hear how this episode impacted you. And email us, podcast at BeckyHiggins.com. I want to hear about trips that you were going to take. We want to see pictures. We want to see your amazing experiences. And I would say that in addition to that, and possibly even more important, if this, if what we're sharing feels applicable to others that you know, friends, family, or anyone that you might want to travel with or whatever, share this, share about the podcast, share about this episode. You can link to it. Um, and, and we would appreciate that. It just helps this information get out to more people. And we love love and appreciate when you share about cultivate a good life it's amazing all right so on that note we love you we can't wait to share about documenting travel in next week's episode and we will be with you then take care you you guys bye 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 This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 25. How? Dang it. I Sorry, I lost my vision. It's fine. <laughs> what did You're all that? Okay, okay, okay. We're fine. It's fine. No, but really, how are you going to survive without looking at me in the face when we're recording? Because I can actually see your reflection in the TV. I can't see your eyeballs. That's okay. You know what they look like. Pretend I have sunglasses on. I will. So this is going to be interesting. We'll try this. We're going to we're going to try recording this sitting up in these beds. I think it's going to be awesome. And we're going to talk not looking at each other's faces. It's going to be just great. And it's going to be amazing.